Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they can have or do what they want when they want because they're special. And in today's episode, guys, OP tells a tale about the time his son was kidnapped to teach him a lesson. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories. Don't shake your heads too hard and subscribe for future stories if you haven't already. Let's dive in. Okay, so since I'm deaf, I rarely have to deal with annoying Karens because I rely on American Sign Language as an anti-Karen trick. But today, one went out of her way to get the police involved. To start, I borrowed my dad's minivan. He has a handicap plate, but since I don't have a handicap, since being deaf doesn't qualify for handicap parking, I park in normal spots instead to save those spots for people who actually need it. My dad was also not with me today, so there's another reason to not park there. So when I stopped at a Walmart store for some quick shopping, I found an empty spot right next to a handicap spot that was very close to the doors. I had just gotten out when out of nowhere, a Karen stopped behind my minivan and she starts yelling at me. I couldn't understand what she was saying and I used my anti-Karen trick, American Sign Language. So I signed back, I can't understand you. But the woman kept yelling at me and pointing to the van. I just ignored her and went inside the store. I came out 15 minutes later to see her still blocking my minivan and a police car coming in. Thankfully for Officer Smiley, I was able to read his lips well, so I was able to understand him without needing ASL, or a deaf interpreter. So that's when I found out that Karen had called the police because I illegally parked in a non-handicap spot. And I'm thinking, what the F? I then explained the minivan belonged to my dad, who does use a handicap spot, but since he wasn't with me and I don't need a handicap spot, technically I'm not supposed to use handicap parking spots, and I parked in a normal spot. Karen's reasoning was I had to use a handicap spot because of my handicap plate, and that's the law, and that it was illegal for a car with a handicap placard to park in non-handicap spots. Officer Smiley thought she was just mad because I had a great non-handicap spot in an otherwise crowded parking lot, and she didn't want to walk halfway across the lot in the heat. She was hoping I'd move like she demanded, and her mind broke because I didn't move. I was free to go, and I saw Officer Smiley hand her a ticket, I guess for misuse of 911 service. I still had to wait for her to move her car so I could go home and type this up. If you're the woman with dark-colored pixie-cut hair driving a silver Toyota Camry who called police on a deaf person in a Walmart parking lot today, F you. Guys, like the audacity of some people, right? Like, I've read crazy stories before, but this is a whole new level of what the heck. Like, I don't understand that logic at all. Like, if that was the case, Karen, what are people with disabled placards supposed to do when all the handicap spots are taken? Are they supposed to go home? And I'm also glad the cop gave her a ticket for wasting everyone's time. Maybe that'll teach her. So I used to be homeless. I've been homeless for a long time, on and off most of my life. 
My early childhood would have me not eating food for a couple of days at a time. I enjoy food. So on a break from chores, I decided to go to the park, get some McDonald's, and enjoy people watching. Stuff I did when I was homeless. As I was walking up to the entrance, I saw this lady asking people at the drive-thru if they could get her a sandwich. Naturally, they said no. So I stood there for a while, before deciding to say F it and to get her something, so I called her over. The woman thanked me, and in we went. I order off the dollar menu because it's pretty much all I get, and I think it's the tastiest things on the menu. I told the woman that she could get one of the meals if she wanted. The woman orders a number one, and then she starts to order more meals, and that's when I interrupted her and told her, please don't do that. That's when she pointed to these guys in the parking lot, and she waved for them to come inside, which they did. She then told them that I'm being greedy and I didn't want to buy them meals. I told the cashier that I'm not paying for anything anymore. And that's when they all start picking on me, screaming that I'm being a greedy fatty. And they start to get in my face. Luckily for me, the manager, who looks like he just got out of prison and was looking for an excuse to F somebody up, got the guys to leave. That's when the woman screamed that I had to buy her something and she kept ordering stuff off the menu. I told her again that I'm not buying her anything anymore and I told the cashier I'm only buying things for myself. At that, she does bitch, but eventually she leaves after the manager came back. I'm proud of myself for finally having the courage to say no. I know what it's like to be hungry and it's hard for me to say no in these situations, but I'm glad I did it today. Yet another example of giving someone an inch and they try to take a mile, guys. Like, at that point, I might have said, look, instead of a meal for each of you, how about I just grab a few burgers and you guys can just share those? But it really does suck that Opie tried to do a good deed and he ended up getting pretty much picked on for refusing to buy everyone else food. And while we're on the topic of food, guys, listen to this post. So this story happened to me personally in 2004. I was working for Pizza Hut. Mind you, at this point, I had been dating my son's mom for six months, so I was appalled that a customer would answer the door in her birthday suit. I, choosing to remain professional, tell her the price of her order so she can pay me and take her pizza. That's when the Karen says, I gave you a free show. I want my pizza for free. I tell her, I'm not at the liberty to give you free pizza. I'm not a manager. She then calls my manager and asks to get the pizza for free for giving me a full body show. The manager calls my phone and he tells me to bring the pizza back and to call the cops for indecent exposure. So I call the cops right in front of Karen who tries to turn it on me and tell the cops that I assaulted her sexually. So after I called the cops, I left and they came to the restaurant asking for a sworn statement on my side, which I gave. After Karen heard that I gave a sworn statement in front of my son's mom, which was then girlfriend, she admitted to perjuring herself when she gave her statement. You know what, guys? It never ever crossed my mind that pizza drivers would encounter insane things like that. But now I realize that anything's possible when you deal with people every day. And you also have to really wonder how often that's worked for that Karen. So this Mother's Day, my four friends and I took our mothers out for a Mother's Day breakfast. We all got seated. Let's call my friends A, B, C, and D. 
and their moms, Mom A, Mom B, Mom C, Mom D. So Mom A was confused what to order and asked all of us to order food. I order a classic English breakfast with some coffee. Our food arrived, and by now she had ordered, and after about five minutes, her food came too. I hadn't even started eating as I was on call with my professor about research work. When I got back, Mom A told me that I can't eat my food because since she ordered a similar order, and if we both have the same thing, it won't be a Mother's Day special breakfast for her. Hearing her say that, I was confused as well as others. We thought she was kidding, and that's when I start to eat. I had just had a bite of sausage when she shouts that I don't know how to respect elders and I can't obey a single thing. That's when I politely say that we're all having our own breakfast and paying for ourselves and our moms. And as a grown-up, I can have whatever I want. At this, she was furious and she left the restaurant. So did my friend A. Without paying, of course. We had to pay on his behalf. And as it was somewhat eaten, it wasn't like we could have eaten it, and it went to the trash. After an hour, my friend A called me to say that I'm a horrible person to ruin Mother's Day for her mom, and I shouldn't come to school the next day, or I won't be in a good state when I get back home. (laughs) Guys, I am chuckling not only at the silly threat she made towards OP, but the fact that the mom even did that. The woman said, you're not allowed to eat the same thing I'm eating because Mother's Day won't be special for me. Guys, I only wish someone at the table beside them overheard and was like, uh, no ma'am. Actually, you're not allowed to eat your food because Mother's Day won't be special for me. What a silly woman. Like, it's time to cut friend A from your life, OP. So a bit about me is I'm fighting cancer. It's early stage, fortunately, so things should go well. Right now, I'm going through chemo, which means I'm losing my hair. Today I got sick and tired of finding hair everywhere I go, so I decided to just shave it off and call it a day. It's not as bad as I thought it would be, and I actually kind of like this look actually. My husband's away for a job trip, and he'll be back after a month or so. But my 20-year-old son has a few days off before he goes back to college, so he's staying at our house. So on this day, mother-in-law comes over, and she saw me without hair, and she just burst into laughter. She was laughing aloud as if she had heard the funniest joke ever. She was like, oh my god, you look as if God was drunk when he made a human. You look like a damn shaved egg. Or an inmate that has just gotten out of prison after decades. You look so silly. Before I managed to say something, my son heard what mother-in-law said, and he was like, shut your effing mouth before I do it for you. Look at your own mug in the mirror. You look like a scarecrow from the yard of a loony bin. Now, mother-in-law wasn't expecting this, of course. She stopped laughing, gave him a look of disappointment, and she starts pouting, saying he's not allowed to talk to grandma like that. She then told me that I must be ready for comments like this because people will immediately see that I'm ill. To which my son said, well, be careful. Don't kick the bucket yourself. Mother-in-law then said, oh honey, I'll be fine. Look how healthy I am. I have no family history of cancer, so I never have to worry about that. Well, guess what, mother-in-law? Neither do I. In my entire family, I'm the first person to have cancer. When I got sick, I tracked my family's medical history as far as I could. And from what I found, none of my relatives has ever had cancer. Now, of course, I don't wish it upon her, but her thinking is kind of flawed. And this is a nasty trait of my entitled mother-in-law. 
Whenever she sees someone with a disability, or someone who looks different because of a health condition, or someone who just has a major illness, she often sneers and comments that this person must have done this or that in their life to end up in that condition, and that it's their own fault. It's always seemed so weird to me because you don't know what awaits you in the future. Today you're healthy, and tomorrow you might not be able to get out of bed. Mother-in-law is so sure that she's gonna be fine at all times, and her health is the strongest of everybody's. It's like diseases don't exist to her, it's something that happens to everyone else but her. Then she says to me, but really, you'd better wear a wig, you don't want to walk around looking like a bald alien, you're a woman after all, so look like one. I told her that whether I wear a wig or not will be my choice, and her comments are highly inappropriate, and I don't have to tolerate her entitled attitude in my own house. Mother-in-law was like, stop being so dramatic, you know people laugh at bald women, just wear a wig and calm down. My son chimed in and said, how about you get the F out of here and be careful walking down the stairs. Don't bump your already stupid head into something. Now I don't really understand why it was necessary to comment anything about my hair, but that's my mother-in-law, and if she absolutely had to, she could do so without being mean. I wish she appreciated being healthy, as that can change any minute. Guys, in my opinion, OP needs to never wear a wig around that horrible woman, just to spite her. Like, what a nasty old soul she is. And honestly, I don't wish ill will on anybody, but I feel like she needs to learn a lesson one day. And maybe, just maybe, karma will come around and give her a healthy dose. Or an ill dose, whatever you want to call it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This happened back when I visited a pub in Dublin. In the pub, you can sit and disregard your responsibilities, and you can spend hours reading, drinking, chatting, playing board games, cards, and listen to old men tell tall tales, one of which you're about to hear right now. I chose to read a book, and stay all day drinking pints and relaxing. The pub had a fair bit of history, so I figured it was a good part of town to take my leisure, and to just hang around for about 6 hours or so. It was around 3pm by this point, and I had been there since 10 o'clock, and I had about 5 pints. I'd also gotten a fair chunk of my book read, and it was busy but not too loud. Until, however, a particular group of girls came into the pub. Now I did hear them before I saw them, and they were fresh off the plane with their suitcases in tow. They're all wearing sweatshirts with big letters on them, saying to me that they all went to American universities. There were no seats left in the pub, and I was sitting at a corner table and had about four unused stools around, which anyone was welcome to take or join me. 
All of a sudden, one of the girls starts screaming at me saying, Excuse me, we want to sit here. To which I say, Oh, you can if you'd like, there's plenty of room. The girl then says, No, sorry, you don't understand. We want you to move so we can sit there. You're taking up one spot at a table for four. I tell the girl, I'm not ready to move yet. Why not sit down here with me? It's perfectly fine. I don't mind the company. At that, they proceed to whine and groan that they just want to enjoy the pub and that I'm being really selfish. One of them even went to get the manager to get me to move. So the manager arrives with one of the girls leading the way and she points at me saying, This guy won't move. The manager of the pub wasn't very pleased with being torn away and he says to her, And why would he? He's been here all day. It was at that point they all turned on him, complaining about the service and demanding that they were going to take their business elsewhere. And that's when the manager says, okay then, that's for the best I think, because there is no room here for you and your big suitcases anyway. He gave them some nice recommendations in the area, and away they went. The barman comes over with a card reader asking if I wanted another pint, and mentioned that I looked pretty comfy, so I didn't look like I wanted to move. I then proceeded to have a couple of more pints, chuck a fiver in the tip jar, and get the F out after that. Someone else could have been using that table. How selfish of me. So apparently reading through the comments guys, a lot of people are saying that the group of girls totally missed out on the pub culture in Ireland, as it's very normal to share tables with complete strangers, to get to know one another, which sounds totally awesome. So basically, my mother-in-law wants us to have children, and she's been begging us to have kids, and we won't. My husband finally told her about his vasectomy, which did seem to shut her up, and all further interactions with her have been of the annoying type. Well, yesterday, mother-in-law told us that she had purchased a burial plot for her and father-in-law, and how she's pre-planned a funeral and wanted to start working on long-term medical requests and power of attorney documents. All good things. Then, she starts to tell us about her estate and all the money she has. Father-in-law tries to change the subject, but no, no, we have to talk about this as a family. Well, mother-in-law gets a smug look on her face, and she goes on about how their estate will be divided up. So basically, that gives my husband almost nothing because, quote, we don't have children, and the money is to support their family line. No children, no money for us. And y'all, her face when husband and I both nod approvingly at this and confirm that this seems like a smart plan was priceless. I'm fairly certain that she wanted us to either fight back or cry or make a big scene and beg her for money. She controls her two children with money, but not us, and it drives her batty. She sent husband an email last night apologizing for her decision and giving him a method of communication about this without me involved. 100% she was trying to get him to beg her for money or change his mind about children. So he popped me on the email and he responded, Mom, OP and I want you to enjoy your money and have a happy and secure retirement. That's your money, you can do whatever you want with it, and we will never criticize you for your decision about this. The rest of her kids are already fighting over their bones, but not us. I'm using good manners as an insult. 
I'm glad OP and her husband are standing their ground, and it's such a nasty thing for mother-in-law to do to get her way guys. No grandchildren, no inheritance is such an a-hole thing to do. People using their wills to get what they want is disgusting guys, and it's better to have no kids than not want kids, bring them into the world, and be crappy parents, all for a payday. And honestly, I believe OP and her husband might care for her more than her kids do. Like, do her kids really care for her, or are they just in it for the money like OP said? So a year ago, I was looking for advice on how to handle my mother-in-law, who happened to be homophobic, obsessively Christian, and to be honest, an utter bitch. She threatened to ruin my wedding, tried to have everything changed, and after we cancelled our wedding, she tried to tell people that my fiancé, now wife, that we broke up. So it's been a year, and I think what's happened warrants an update. So my wife and I got married just before everything went to crap. We went down to the courthouse, and we got it done as quickly as possible. We didn't mention it to mother-in-law. My wife and I agreed that we would have a ceremony at some point down the line. Things are going well. We've kept it from mother-in-law that we got married. We keep our rings off around her, and it seems we're at somewhat peace. Mother-in-law is still preaching every day how us being together is wrong, and she still attends church. Things are decent. We keep the peace so we can have access to my wife's minor brothers, who are 9 and 12. Well, one day, mother-in-law's at our house to watch our son for us. We get home, and we've forgotten to take our rings off, and mother-in-law finds out. She freaks out. She throws a temper tantrum asking how dare we get married without her knowing, but she eventually calms down. We plan to get together at her house to talk about it since mother-in-law is hurt. Understandably. So on the day we go to mother-in-law's house, we had to bring our son with us since we couldn't find a babysitter. But that was fine, since wife's brothers got along well with him. We sit down and talk with father-in-law first, and we make small talk. Mother-in-law's gone out to the grocery shop, and she'd be back soon. We were hoping she'd hurry up. At some point, father-in-law tells us that mother-in-law's late, and we're thinking, that's fine, we can reorganize this meeting for another time. That's when we go and grab our son to leave, and we can't find him, or my wife's brothers, and we panic. We get frantic, while father-in-law just sits there. We then call the police, tell them that we can't find the boys, and they come over to help us try to find them. They search the whole neighborhood. And after asking father-in-law again and again why he's not doing anything and remaining calm, he tells us that mother-in-law has the boys. It took the police the rest of the night to find mother-in-law and the boys, and both mother-in-law and father-in-law ended up being arrested that night. Wife's aunt ended up coming to pick up the wife's brothers. To make a long story short, they're both in trouble for kidnapping. Father-in-law was released, but mother-in-law was not. She's got a court date coming up soon. A CPS case was also opened, and wife's brothers were temporarily placed with wife's aunt. We're not allowed to go into specifics, but due to some serious things found in mother-in-law's phone and in her house, it doesn't look like she's gonna get away with it. I've been doing my best to comfort wife, and since then, all three of us have gone into therapy. We're doing well, and I'm happy to report that I don't think we'll have to deal with mother-in-law ever again. 
Yeah, so I don't know what the heck she was thinking, guys. Like, what was mother-in-law's endgame in all this? Like, I get you don't want your daughter to be married to OP, but did you really have to kidnap their kid? And did she really expect OP and his wife to do nothing about it when she ran off with the kid? Like, guys, I read a lot of stories, and this has gotta be up there as one of the dumbest things that someone's ever done. And for father-in-law to know the plan and just sit there nonchalantly while OP and his wife were frantically calling 911 looking for the kids is baffling like throw that guy in jail too and that my friends brings us to another end of our slash entitled people guys i hope you enjoyed today's stories i hope you didn't shake your heads too hard and if you're not subscribed consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy crazy stories and if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel it's an r slash petty revenge where a super psycho karen thinks it's a great idea to harass op online and she gets her career destroyed Go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.